Well, they come into our park and we have seven rides that they can go on. But most kids, they come running right down the mountain to Santa's house. They'll even go by the reindeer barn to come see Santa. Now, the kids that come in that are smiling and jumping and ready to see me are the kids that know they're on the good list. The poor <laughs> kids that sit there and they really don't want to come in. And I keep telling them, I'm not the dentist. I'm Santa Claus. Welcome to the Business Ownership Podcast, brought to you by Awareness Strategies, helping you navigate the waters between entrepreneurship and ownership. Hey there, peeps. This is Michelle Nedelec, and I am extra super special that you're here today because my guest is not only amazing and awesome, he's phenomenal. He is none other than Santa Claus. <laughs> I'm stoked to have you here. Thank you. Well, so I'm much happy for to be here. Oh, thank you. It's my pleasure. Awesome. So in case somebody doesn't know, um, tell us who you are and what you do for fun. Well, I'm Santa Claus, and I've been here at the North Pole since 1949. Wow. And what makes it so happy, you said it, what makes it fun is seeing all those smiling faces on children every day of the year. Because as you know, Christmas isn't just December 25th. It's every day, because the true meaning of Christmas comes from our heart. It's not what we get under a tree. It's what we do for each other. And that's what I tell kids every day. I love it. So silly question. What happened in 19, what did you say? 1497. When was that? 19, no, 19. Don't, hey, I'm old. Like I tell the kids, I'm older than the dirt outside. 1949, we built this place. Okay. We decided that we wanted to see children. We couldn't see them in the North Pole because of the remoteness. So our founders found this beautiful piece of property on the side of Whiteface Mountain in Wilmington, New York. Now, it's just about as cold here at times as the Arctic, but at least we have a major highway system that can bring children back and forth. It it is much faster. Well, I was going to say it's much faster to go on the roads, but then you have been known to travel around the world pretty fast with reindeers, but I guess we're not all privy to the reindeer transportation. Exactly. And I can't use them every day. Otherwise, I would. Believe me. (laughs) <laughs> I appreciate that too. So what made you decide to open up a facility in New York? Well, it kind of gets lonely up there in the in the wintertime with uh, no daylight from, well, I guess it's like now, mid-November <laughs> on. Uh, it gets depressing, mm-hmm. right? And there's only so much enjoyment you can get from a fireplace. And those smiles that I see on children just amplified the more children I could see. So we moved down here, we built this beautiful place, and we see thousands and thousands of children year round. That is wonderful. So what do kids experience when they get to go and see you there? Well, they come into our park and we have seven rides that they can go on, but most kids, they come running right down the mountain to Santa's house. They'll even go by the reindeer barn to come see Santa. Now, the kids that come in that are smiling and jumping and ready to see me are the kids that know they're on the good list. The poor (laughs) kids that sit there and they really don't want to come in. And I keep telling them, I'm not the dentist. I'm Santa Claus. There isn't anything that you have done that I haven't done myself as a kid. So come on in. Let's talk about it. And that's why I like being here instead of in a mall, because I get more chances to talk and really get down to the bottom of things. Where my partners that go to the malls and various places, they they have a time schedule. 
you know, I'm a little more flexible. <laughs> so when a child comes in and has a ton of questions, and believe me, I have heard them all. You know, like the time that little Johnny was so sad to be here. And I said, what's the matter? You're happy. This is a happy place. You know, and he says, yeah, I wanted my daddy to be here. So I said to him, well, you know, dads and moms, their schedules, sometimes they just can't. Maybe dad's working. Nah, mom threw him out. <laughs> I won't go into any more. <laughs> okay. But you get the idea. So he was there with his mom and his aunt. So we turned it around. And I said, well, you know, we're going to leave the adult problems to the adults. You have enough problems being a kid. I know I've been there. All right. So we had a very good experience in like five minutes. You know, oh, that's awesome. So, you have a Santa therapy. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Awesome. Well, I do have a master's in clinical psych. All right. So hey, it hey. helps. Helps. <laughs> Well, you got to do something throughout the year, I guess, when you're not making exactly. toys. So, you know, I tell kids you're never psychology. too old to learn. <laughs> that too. <laughs> nice. So tell me a little bit more about kind of what does it look, especially all, all year round. When When is your, I assume your busy season's kind of before Christmas, like December, right. Thanksgiving to December, to Christmas? Is that kind of the well, thing? Well, our, our season starts around July 1st. We <laughs> run through the summer five days a week. We have Christmas in July. We have a couple special events, a day with the clauses. We, we make up some special, you know, happy times that they can do things other than just come through the park. And then we close at the end of the summer, only to open on weekends up to Columbus Day. Then we shut down until the second weekend in November. And that's our Yuletide family weekends, where we have general admission available weekends right up to Christmas. And on top of that, we have an opportunity to buy a package, a Yuletide family weekend, where families come. They have two nights in a uh, motel. Usually we have package deals set up with motels, you know, lodging and that. And they have a restaurant here, and there's a restaurant down the road that we use. And I make a personal appearance. We do a skit on Friday. Our elves go down and help decorate a tree. And on Sunday night, excuse me, on Saturday night, I actually get to come attempt to come down a chimney and bring gifts. So each child that attends gets a present and we sing songs and have a really good time. That is awesome. So you, you mentioned the rides, you mentioned going and visiting you, or there are other things to do. Do the bigger kids get something to do? Well, What's we have a reindeer barn, which is always exciting. The kids yeah. get a chance to go in and see a real live reindeer. Okay. And we, we have a full herd of reindeer. But we learned from COVID that we shouldn't put them all together at one time. So we rotate four at a time. We have three pastures. We move the deer around kind of like a quarantine to keep them safe because yeah. they're a major investment, number one. And they're very important to have come Christmas Eve. Right. So well, and other than that, we have our shops. We have a bake shop, a candy shop, a hat shop, a candle maker. We have uh, strolling musicians and magicians. So there's a lot of entertainment plus our child-themed uh, activities. Awesome. That sounds fantastic. So for those of us who aren't familiar with the area, say somebody's going to visit, I don't know, Manhattan for the Christmas holidays, what kind of vicinity are you in in New York? Where We're approximately five and a half hours from Manhattan. Okay, You'd come so up don't do it on the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, you'd have to come up uh, the state uh, 87 north 
yep. up into the, the Adirondacks and get off at exit uh, 31 or 33, depending on, well, actually you can get off at 30 and come up around through Lake Placid, which is a beautiful, oh. so we're only minutes away from Whiteface Mountain Ski Slope. Uh-uh, and the Olympic Village. So all the skiers going up to Whiteface, they're the ones that you're really looking at. They come all the time. Nice. You know, when Ironman is here, they have a family day. We get a lot of visitors from that. When the I Love New York Horse Show is an event uh, going on, we get a lot of families that want to take a break from the horse show and come out here and relax for the day. Beautiful. Well, I'm only slightly jealous on the west side of <laughs> the continent for all of those going skiing in Mount, uh, Mount Placid. That'd be awesome. It's beautiful. Beautiful out here. Nice. I love it. So how is the business of Santa Claus? It are, I know with markets have come and gone in your lifetime. Like Definitely. I cannot explain. I understand. How yes. are things now? It's very competitive. Yep. The one thing that we try to stick with is the fact that we are the supposedly the first authentic theme park in the United States, but we're the oldest. And Walt Disney himself visited here or sent representatives to help get ideas how he could create his parks. All right. We have tried to stay with the 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 art. We're a children's park. You're not going to see rides for kids over 15, 16 years old. They're for you small kids. Okay. We have a roller coaster that the adults can get on, a Ferris wheel that uh, uh excuse me, a merry-go-round that the adults can get on. But most of the rides are geared for young children, okay? The whole concept of Christmas, I would say, from a professional viewpoint, is 13 and under, okay? Okay. So when I see a 13 or older kid come in and mom and dad are telling me, they're questioning it, you know, I have a story I tell them. You may not have to believe in me, but you still like getting gifts. (laughs) You still do things for other people. And I remind them that the most important gift of all is the gift of yourself to others in need. And I tell them that is the true meaning of Christmas. So you could take my hat off. You can change me into a summer shirt, whatever. It's still Christmas. And we say here it's Christmas every day because that's we're a big family here. And we have our ups and downs, but we are a family and we work together. And that's the message I tell kids. You don't always get along with your parents or your siblings. But you love each other. You have to learn to love and forgive. And that's the most important thing. And Christmas gives that, that gives us that opportunity to focus on the giving part. So it is a full-time job here. Yes, I love it. So what would you say is the the most prominent question and the number one question you get from kids? Oh, what's my favorite cookie? Number one. <laughs> okay. And it's oatmeal raisin. Hey. Okay. And um, they want to know what their elf's name is. Mm-hmm. And I remind them, you you named your elf. I didn't. <laughs> you know, so that gets them. Um, and where is Mrs. Claus? Mm-hmm. And I tell them, I have it easy. I sit in the chair. Mrs. Claus is behind the scenes making it all happen. So those are like the three, four. Oh, and why doesn't Ru- why wasn't Rudolph's nose red? when they visited Rudolph in the barn. And I said, well, look around you today. It's a beautiful, sunny day. Rudolph learned to control his gift. All right. It only glows red in a stormy night. Uh And we go on to talk about the original bullying story. 
and being Rudolph mm-hmm. and how all the reindeer picked on him because he was different. He had a gift and no one understood it. And just like normal kids in school, if they look different, they wear different clothes, they act a little different. Kids are jealous. Kids pick on them. It's bullying. And we don't accept bullying here. Once we explained to the other reindeer that he had a gift, they allowed him to play in their games. They said they were sorry. And they worked together as a team. Because each one of our deer are different, just like kids. Aw, that's so sweet. I love it. That is awesome. Is there any question that you wish people would ask you? What should I give my mom and dad? Aw, and what should they give your mom and dad? Love, appreciation. Instead of running to that tree at five o'clock in the morning to see what's they what's under it, wait, let them sleep, go to their room at a decent hour, seven o'clock, okay, <laughs> and tell them how much you love them and thank them and appreciate them, and then drag them out of bed and go to the tree. Exactly. <laughs> Nice. Well, we always had a rule in our house. You can go and open your stocking and nobody says anything until seven o'clock. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Could you imagine 56 elves dragging me out of my bed to say, hey, hey, get over here. <laughs> awesome. Well, I have to ask you, do all of your reindeer have different personalities? Oh, yes. They're just like children. The more you interact with them, the more you realize that certain ones are lovers. You know, they mm-hmm. like to put their head under your arm. If they're not getting enough tension, they'll nudge your hands. Some will turn and give you a little swat. Okay. Now, some of them misbehave, but they're all different. And you love them all because when it comes down to it, they work together. And as I said earlier, we're a family, you know, and our reindeer are our, our kids. And we treat them as kids. We expect them to behave sometimes not in the most appropriate way. But the end of the day, and I should say the night, they get it together. Aw, that is so sweet. I love it. I love all of this. So other than, of course, seeing smiling faces on children, which, of course, who doesn't love that? Uh, what's your favorite part of your, let's call it job, lifestyle? Well, whatever you want to I, call it. I think the special needs children that come here, um, I have a special tie to that part. And I'm always, you know, I get out of my chair, I go to the door, I help them that are in wheelchairs or on crutches to come in. I sometimes put them in my seat to let them relax, you know, because number one, we're built on the side of a mountain. It's very difficult to maneuver around here. And, you know, children of all ages and all shapes and sizes, they want to come here. Even the kids that are in wheelchairs, the ones that are developmentally disabled, you know, you take a 60-year-old male who's functioning on a four-year-old level, it's Christmas all the time for them. And I understand that. So we try to make their visit here very, very special. It's what energizes me. After a 13, 14-hour day, seeing, and I mean, like last week, 1,365 children, okay, you're exhausted. You're physically exhausted. But you remember that one child who you made a difference to and you get up and you do it again the next day. That's what I think is the most important part about my so-called job. I love it. And do you get to go on sabbatical? Do you ever hit the Caribbean? Well, (laughs) yes. Uh, I normally (laughs) go in January to the Keys. This year I'm taking an offer 
to go to the Caribbean. I uh, haven't finalized the uh, details yet, which I plan on doing right after Christmas. I'm an avid fly fisherman, so I love to go fishing. Nice. And in October, I get 10 days off. Hey, hey. And I go up to Lake Ontario and salmon fish the tributaries, the tributaries there. Yeah. And most of the people where I fish, they know we all kind of congregate the same time, like the salmon. Yep. And they see me coming. I drive a red Jeep. When I'm driving a car, it's a red Jeep with a reef on the front. And here it is. They see me pull in. The sun's not even up. And they start singing, here comes Santa. <laughs> not only do I bring a wagon load of my fishing gear down to where I fish, right? but I always have a bag of goodies. I give flies that I tie all winter long to the adults. And I have books and stuffed animals and stuff for the kids. So Mrs. Yeah. Claus and I, and we camp. So the campground get their entertainment from me. We don't have many dinners without having a bunch of kids pull in on their bicycles. Hey, Santa, <laughs> you can't go too far with a beard like this, you know? Right. <laughs> <laughs> and an awesome beard it is. That is Thank you. fantastic. Well, I know our listeners are going to want more from you. Give us the details, your website, your how do they get a hold of you, all that kind of fun jazz. Well, our website is North Pole, New York, Santa's Workshop, North Pole, New York. Our email is info at northpolny.com. Our phone number is 518-946-2212. And our phones, uh, we usually have somebody standing by between 8 and 5, Monday through Friday. It's so always can leave a message or email us. I think I covered it <laughs> without a script. <laughs> yeah. Right. That is awesome. We will, of course, have all of Santa's <laughs> links in the show notes. So scroll down or to the right, left, wherever the show notes are. Click on, an, on, a, click on the links. Open up in another browser because we are not done yet. So Santa, I get to ask you, at what point in life did you know you're especially kind of crazy enough to think that you could become an entrepreneur? Oh, boy. Um, well. Personally, it was about 10 years ago when it morphed into a full-time career. Um, but prior to that, it was 35 years working with children. So, um, you know, it's it's kind of a special calling. And um, Was you know, it the I white beard that gave it away or was there something else? Well, no, it wasn't the white beard. That, that came in afterwards. Um, <laughs> Now, I, I had the opportunity here to uh, come in and be part of the program. And after a while, they said, hey, you could be doing this. So here I am. Yes, you, you know, are. I, awesome. Yeah. My I mom love... was dis my mom was disappointed when I left the seminary. OK. But I think mom would be very Santa proud. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm thinking yeah. she moved up. Sorry, mom. I, I, I chose a different profession. Okay. Well, and and I love it. Technically, and let your mom know, technically you've moved from a, a priest or minister or whatever. It would it have was, been a priest. Up to right. a saint. So, you know, you're doing pretty good hey, if you're Catholic. Right. I skipped all the other stuff, you know. Right? I didn't have to be a martyr. Well, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a story for another day. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You've been absolutely awesome. Any last words for our peeps? Well, I just want to thank you, and I just want to leave one message. As I said earlier, Christmas is 365 days a year, and you could be penniless, as many of us have been, okay, and still celebrate Christmas because it's about love, all right? 
and there's always somebody less fortunate. So it's a matter of picking up some elderly person's groceries, helping them screw a light bulb in that it can't reach, or going shopping and can't get that item off the top shelf. There's so much we can do to help people. So please, in this season of giving, give something of yourself to someone in need. Awesome. Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it immensely, and I know how valuable it is. Thank you so much, and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Peeps, thank you for being here with us today. Be sure to lay some loving on your fellow entrepreneurs. Love, hope, and happiness all year long, and we will all be better for it. How's that? Amen. Awesome. Thank you for being here. We love helping entrepreneurs grow. Are you running a business over seven figures but still struggling with technology headaches? Pay attention. You do not want to miss this offer. This podcast episode is brought to you by Awareness Strategies, who is offering a custom-built digital adoption roadmap for anyone running a business over seven figures who's wanting to grow their business in the next five years. And it's not just a roadmap. They offer full implementation as well. If that scares the out of you, check out awarenessstrategies.com forward slash roadmap for more details today. The link's in the show's notes. Don't regret not doing this. Do it now. That's awarenessstrategies.com slash roadmap.